Hey, what's going on, folks? Murph here for Dash. Developing athletes starts here. My main man, Coach Will Lee, has put together a quality staff of trainers to complement his extraordinary knowledge bank and superior coaching prowess. Whether you're someone looking to take your football training to its max or you're an adult looking to get in shape, and aren't we all, Dash is the place for you. Located at 2505 New Point Parkway in Lawrenceville, Georgia, Dash's 17,000 square foot indoor facility has a full weight room area, basketball court, and football turf to meet most people's needs. Big time high school prospects from Brookwood, Grayson, South Gwinnett, and other Atlanta area schools frequent this facility, and you can too. Call 770-624-9012, that's 770-624-9012 to maximize your potential. Tell them Murph sent you. All right, people, you know what time it is. You're tuned into Scouting the South with your host, Murph Baldwin from Rivals.com and a host of other sites, one being TighterInsider.com, where I have my cohort that will be one, Mr. Lee Richards. My man, Lee, what is going on? I saw you at the opening. How you feeling, man? Doing well, Murph. I, I really appreciate you having me on. Uh, good to see you out there uh, Sunday afternoon uh, at uh, Buford. And uh, man, what a what a loaded event! Um, I, I think a lot of people who were there probably felt like that was one of the uh, best events as far as just sheer talent. And I think after going there and seeing those guys uh, do their thing, um, hard to disagree with that. Oh man, it it was loaded beyond belief. And um, here at uh, at Rivals, uh, where my my main site my main site is at, well, at least one of them, UGASports.com. Uh, when they do their camp, right. I believe they they bring the I want to say maybe the top 200 or uh, top 150 kids. And um, that right there is a, a sight to behold. But, man, you were talking about upwards of, man, it had to be at least 300 kids, you think? Oh, easy. Easy. And, um, you know, and then, you know, like we talked about, there were uh, there was a handful of other guys who I think people were maybe hoping uh, would make it that, that didn't for one reason or another. And that would have only made it even better. Yes, man. We can think of a host. Matter of fact, let's do that right quick, man. I was looking for my man, Trey Dean. He didn't show up. Uh, we were looking for Trey Sanders. I believe Trey Sanders actually made a stop um, at the Orlando opening, is, is, is what I gather. Maybe they had that kind of wrong on the on the credential sheet for the media. Who are some of the guys that you were looking for that didn't show up? Well, um, yeah, they, Sanders was on the list of expected guys, but I think uh, – uh, I know on that spreadsheet, the, the low number kind of stuck out um, compared to pretty much all the other guys. But uh, he did go to he did go to the one in Orlando, uh, you know, six feet, about 215. Uh, of course, you know, he's 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 at IMG now. But uh, um, so I think people were kind of getting their hopes up. But that seemed to be maybe a typo when you kind of go back and think about it. Yes. Uh, but Damian Pierce was one. Oh, um, I think Damian that everybody Pierce. was. Right, uh, Pierce, uh, the Alabama commitment, uh, the running back. Uh, people were, I think, expecting him to be there. Um, and I do not remember seeing uh, uh, Tank McCullough. He was listed. Um, don't think I saw him out there. Uh, so th- those were certainly two of the main guys um, who were on the sheet, uh, but at least not there in person. And then a couple other guys who were there, but were just kind of hanging out. Um, you know, DeAndre Lidiker and uh, Ruben uh, Unige, 
um, they were just sort of there, you know, hanging out and just watching everybody work. Um, yeah. But yeah, P- Pierce was probably the, the biggest name, I think, that was expected. Um, and then McCullough, when you look at the underclassmen, um, certainly would have been one of the top guys there. Uh, don't think I saw him out there. So, yeah, Tank is um is a guy I know pretty well there from um the True Nineteen right. class, and um um being as though I work uh, pretty closely with those guys, I want to say that a lot of those guys are going to do the Charlotte stop. Uh, if if um right. I know for I know for a fact that quite a few of them are going to do the Charlotte stop of the opening, and um. I believe right now they were on some some visits or they had some stuff planned there, but they had all along planned to do the Charlotte stop. So we'll see, man. I think the Charlotte stop should be pretty stacked as well, just because I can think of a of a whole bunch of other kids from Atlanta that was that were not there that um we weren't even thinking about on the sheet or anything like that. But all right, all right, man. So let's get on to the brass tacks of the matter. Uh, being yep. as you and I both cover the University of Alabama, um, I wanted to get this on. Uh, this mainly serves, I would say. Some Alabama listeners, but mostly University of Georgia listeners, just because it's where it's placed at, at UGASports.com. So I want to talk about some of these Alabama guys. But a lot of these Alabama guys also have UGA offers or should possibly be on UGA's radar. Before we get to that, man, I wanted to ask you about Kirby Smart in general and being able to recruit in Alabama. Um, I won't say they struck out in Alabama. They struck out when he first got there. You know what I'm saying? I, but that was too too quick for him to try to establish those or reestablish those inroads for the University of Georgia. However, this particular one, I, I felt like they could have done better. They did end up getting Monty Rice, but I'm not so sure that they would have got would even worried about Monty Rice. Monty Rice, if um, KJ Britt had a came, if you know what I'm saying. So how do you think I those guys you. are going to yeah. do recruiting in um, the state of Alabama, being as though that's who you cover? Well, I think um... – you know, Kirby is no stranger to Alabama. Um, even though he's from Georgia, you know, he spent several years on saving staff. And I, I do think that, um, uh, him being in Tuscaloosa for as long as he was, um, has to pay off, uh, on the recruiting trail. Um, you know, the tricky thing about Alabama is you've got a lot of kids who grow up, um, you know, fans of either Alabama or Auburn. Uh, but sometimes the school you're a fan of may not be, uh, the best fit. Um, That's the truth. If you've got, you know, offers from those schools as well as others. Um, and then sometimes, you know, the place you want to go um, maybe doesn't want you as badly uh, as some other schools. So, but I do think that uh, uh, time will tell, you know, in terms of the impact that, uh, you know, Kirby and his staff uh, can have in the state of Alabama. But I definitely think that, uh, um, you know, a they're certainly going to going to put forth uh, their best effort. Uh, there, there's too many good players in Alabama every year. Um, of course, there are more players in and around Atlanta uh, than there are in Alabama. So, you know, Georgia could outfit its whole class uh, without leaving the state, but they, they do recruit regionally and nationally. But I, I do think that they will uh, find success in Alabama. I, I think with the success that Alabama has had, it may be a little more easier said than done. Uh, but I definitely think that uh, Kirby and his guys uh, will, will certainly dip into Alabama and, and, and get some players from time to time. All right. So um, well, let's kind of dig on that right there, man. You mentioned a guy like Damian Pierce, who we were both excited to see. Um, it's been long rumored that I believe, correct me if not, is he an Alabama commit right now? He is, yes. Um, well, <laughs> I know, you know what I'm saying, just from from a little bit of chatter on the trail and um doing my doing my due diligence as well 
that obviously Alabama is stacked at the running back position beyond belief. Um, <laughs> and I'm talking about for the next three seasons, they are, they are stacked. And not to mention in his own class, you have uh, Trey Sanders committed as well, right? Uh, well, Sanders is 19. 19, that's what I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, Trey Sanders is yeah. 19. Um, man, who, who else am I thinking about? Who else is a commit there? Is Damian Pierce the only running back commit of the 18 class? For Bama right now, uh, he is yes. That's okay, it. yeah. So, what about him eventually jumping back on the um, the page with the dog? Do you think somebody like him he'll stick? And can you give me um, a quick analysis of him, in your opinion? Well, you know, he, he's obviously a heck of a talent. Um, you know, he he just sort of fits that profile of a lot of the good SEC backs over the years. Um, you know, 5'11", uh, well over 200 pounds, productive player, um, you know, committed to Alabama pretty early, uh, really. Um, you know, like you mentioned, you know, Alabama is in a good spot as far as numbers and talent um, at running back. Um, now, as we saw last year, injuries happen. Um, you know, particularly hey, but it had, to, hey, it had to be a whole bunch of injuries <laughs> for that <laughs> to really matter. <laughs> I mean, true, let's, but, uh, let's break it down for the people who may not know. Listen to this as Georgia people, man. We got Damian Harris, of course, is the man. Uh, he would be your leading guy right there. I think he's a very, very underrated player. If people look at it, you wouldn't think he had the type of statistics that he had, but uh, he led the team in rushing despite having a quarterback that took away a lot of carries that would have normally gone. You know what I'm saying to those guys. I'm talking about rhythm type carries as well. So, and you right. have Bo Scarborough right. is a, obviously everyone knows about Bo Scarborough. I think he did did pretty good. Um, he ended up being the, the the cleanup man there later on in the season. And you got a guy like Joshua Jacobs, man, who came out of nowhere. I believe he was a replacement for Lamichael P. Ryan. Um, I think Alabama was really heavy on Florida's Lamichael P. Ryan there coming out of the state of Alabama, and um, they got Josh later on in later on in the cycle, and, man, he turned out to be very, very versatile and very good. And then you have the guy, I believe he was number one on the Rivals on the rivals um, 100 or the number one running back, and B.J. Emmons, and he had a little bit of a little bit of totes. He toted a little bit, but um, you can tell he's talented as well. Um, and then beyond that, man, you're talking about the guys that are coming in, and one being Brian Robinson, who won our Rivals regional stop in Atlanta last year uh, at the Under Armour camp. Very, very good player. I would, I like this kid a lot, man. I think on any other team, even on Georgia, I think he would he would be right there as as the number one tailback. And of course, you got the man Najee Harris coming in. So, uh, how many injuries are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, right now you look. I mean, Emmons and Scarborough are are, are both, um, you know, uh, overcoming injuries uh, with regards mm-hmm. to their workload in spring. Um, Harris is obviously a, a tremendous player. Um, didn't have the number of touchdowns that you would normally correlate uh, with a guy who is, you know, frankly, as good as but he man, is. But you, if you put um, it in totality, though, Lee, the quarterback had some a ton of rushing touchdowns would have, that would have normally gone well, to true, it. True, And so did and Bo Scarborough true. became the designated. That's a guy that you would feed and give him some touchdowns to keep him happy as well. So I wouldn't even look at something right. like I mean, that, man. That's context. Right, right, but. You know, I think uh, Hurts did get uh, quite a few rushing touchdowns. Uh, Scarborough, after he finally got healthy, That's true. Um, and, and and I think more confident as the season went on, uh, he he really turned it on. Particularly, you know, long about the beginning of November, uh, you know, and had a great game against LSU. 
Um, you know, showed out against Auburn, uh, did very well against uh, Washington. I mean, he, he pretty much rescued the offense, in my opinion, against uh, Washington and, 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 then, and then the uh, title game against Clemson uh, was also having a heck of a game and, you know, fractured his leg, and uh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think they, they've got a good group. Um, no seniors in that group. Um, but I, I do think there's a lot of talent. I, I think Robinson is a very underrated guy. Um, you know, guys who are, you know, around six two, two twenty. um, they don't grow on trees. And I, I think he's got, um, you know, I think he's, he's more quick than fast, uh, but he does have good speed, a very good vision. Najee Harris. I mean, everybody knows how good and how talented he is. I mean, there, there are people who think that he's maybe the best player, just best player period uh, to come out of the, the Bay Area in, in maybe upwards of 20 years. Um, of course, there's only one football. Uh, and like mm-hmm. you, you mentioned earlier, uh, a, a big word is, is at least a key to me is rhythm. Um, you got to have backs, you know, kind of get lathered up, uh, you know, a, a token carry here and there. And it, it, it's hard to expect guys to kind of pop one, but um, it'll be interesting to see how that, uh, you know, how the carries shake out this year um, and whether or not Hertz is going to maybe run as much as he did last year. It wouldn't surprise me if he actually, you know, runs a little less. Um, there you go. But, you know, we'll see. Certainly. So bring that back to Damian Pierce. Is somebody that you expect to stick in the class from, from your dealings on the recruiting trail? Well, I, you know, a lot of times you see it, particularly in recent years, um, Guys who commit early seem to be the guys who decommit. Um, you know, not saying Pierce is, um, you know, going to be in that category. I think that, um, uh, you know, if if he if he's one of those guys who you know sits back and and and, and watches Alabama's backfield, um, you know, just have a tremendous season. And then he starts, you know, counting up the numbers um, of of guys who would essentially be ahead of him day one. Um, you know, could he have second thoughts? I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, that, that's just human nature. Uh, you know, depth chart and playing time is important. Um, you know, for all these guys who, who are trying to pick a school. Um, but if he, you know, if he sticks to his word and and um, you know, wants to, to come in and, and, and wait his turn like a lot of guys have done at really, you know, every position seemingly uh, on Alabama's roster uh, over the last several years. Um, you know, certainly I, I think the staff would, would love to uh, hang on to him, you know, if they can. Certainly, certainly. All right, man. So let's kick it back to the opening there. ton of talent there. I want you to talk yeah. about some of the guys who impressed you um, that are, I would say, from the state of Alabama, so we might not know as much about them. So tell us about some of those guys. And I'll chime in with some of them that I know about. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, of course, as expected, the players out of Georgia, um, you know, dominated the, the numbers there. Uh, but it, it was a really good group of kids from Alabama. Um, you know, you look at, uh, uh, you know, first off, I, you know, Justin Ross uh, oh, is a guy God. who – you know, outstanding size. Um, and, you know, he got the invite uh, to the opening. Uh, mm-hmm. There were a slew of just top receivers there. Um, you know, and, and Ross was one that certainly stood out, you know, 6'4", around 200 pounds. Do you, do you um, think he was the he best there? Have, 
Uh, well, I think it, you know, when you start projecting, um, you know, it's, it's hard to maybe, um, it's hard to maybe pinpoint somebody who was certainly better, um, relative to potential, um, at least in the 18 class, I think, um, you know, but he's a guy, uh, you know, great size, um, you know, got injured, uh, you know, back in, um, you know, a uh, previous season mm-hmm. at, uh, in, in, in high school, but, uh, he didn't run a good time, you know, but then again, a lot of guys, I was about to say who did, man, I don't track. trust, I don't trust that, exactly. those times, man, at the opening. So I don't even, I know a guy who that I've worked with, um, and sat right there and I got some material coming out on him of him actually training for the 40 and what he actually ran on right. those time when we were doing it. And I don't, I don't think he ran as close as to what he ran at that. So I know some guys who were more, a lot more yeah, explosive yeah. than those times would say. And you didn't hear too many people talking about it either. Almost when I did hear the chatter, it was always something. It was something negative for most of the kids. So I don't trust that. Yeah, I mean, I think only fifteen guys uh, broke a four six, and most of those guys, you know, were one hundred seventy, one hundred eighty pounds as, as expected. Um, you know, I mean, you had you had corners, uh, you know, running in the four seven range. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Ross, I think, uh, actually, uh, ran in the, in the mid four eights. Um, yeah, right. but you know, again, it's, it's, it's like I always say, you know, football, it's not a linear sport. You know, you're not mm-hmm. recruiting guys to run track. You're recruiting guys to play football. And, you know, when you look at a receiver, uh, like Ross, uh, you know, great size, he knows how to use his size which some big receivers do, some don't. And then obviously, you know, how sharp are your routes? You know, can you get open and can you make the catch? And are you a willing blocker? And I think that, uh, you know, he, he certainly brings a lot to the table. Man, he checks out all those boxes for me, man. He's one of those guys I look at like a Donovan Peoples-Jones. When I saw him jump off the the page at our Rivals Five Star Challenge last season, I had already been privy to him before i believe he was on alabama's radar he was on everyone's radar florida states and everyone so he was yes yeah man phenomenal kid big fast strong kind of guy that i put in the category of a julio jones and i'm always thinking i'm thinking of justin ross in that same category and he looked unstoppable in those one-on-ones you know it's only so much i can glean from one-on-ones and there's a lot of context that people don't think about that are missing uh like down in distance uh pass rush and all this stuff like that but i mean for the most part it's definitely something to watch and it gives you a little bit of eye candy but just to see that big old guy running by Otis Reese the way he was running and anybody that you put him up against, he definitely looked fast enough for eight. So Justin Ross is definitely one, one to, um, to, to behold. And I know that it probably will come down between Alabama and Auburn. I would have to think with that man, but uh, definitely man, if, if, if my man James Coley can work his magic and kind of get him over there to the dogs, that would be something as well, as well as my guys at Florida state. So, um, all right. So moving on, give me another guy here. Well, I think, um, you know, when, when you look at a guy who, um, I know we both talked about this guy, Harold Joyner, um, out of Mountain Brook, you know, I I think right now he's looking at, uh, at Auburn, uh, Tennessee, LSU. Um, I think, but especially Auburn and LSU, it'll be interesting to see if, if Alabama, you know, reevaluates him maybe per se i know he was uh planning to possibly go to their junior day last month uh didn't make it um but i think he's a guy uh you know and we both saw him out there i mean he he 
he measured six four two eighteen. Uh, ran a four seven. Now, as a high school running like the, back, that's pretty hey, like scary. the same. Hey, the same exact height um, and weight as Justin Ross, if you think about it. <laughs> we, well, he's he's got twenty pounds on Ross. You know, Ross was a shade under two hundred. Oh wow. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, Joiner is just a just a big athletic kid. Um, you know, strong kid. Um, I think no matter where he goes, it will be very intriguing to see how he is used uh, because you can do a lot with six four. You know, e- even if you brown down, you know, you can do a lot with say six three around two twenty mm-hmm. and legitimate four uh, seven speed. Um, and you know, so he was a guy physically, you know, looked apart. Um, I think when you look at um, you know, some of the younger guys there, two guys, uh, who were extremely impressive. Um, Bo Nix, uh, the quarterback, uh, Patrick Nix's son, you know, okay. Alabama offered him recently. He visited this week, you know, I think by most accounts, you know, had a, had a good time, uh, Auburn legacy. So, you know, we'll see what happens there, but uh, he's about six, two around one ninety five. uh, surprisingly athletic um i think he's you know a better athlete um than his dad was uh but i think it's easy to tell that uh that he is the son of a coach um and in particular a college quarterback um you know so he's a confident guy he obviously uh has been around football all of his life um but you know very accurate uh, a passer uh, can make plays on the move. Can can get some yards on the ground if you need it. Uh, you know he got the MVP among quarterbacks, and you know you had guys like Emory Jones and James Foster, uh, Harrison, Harrison Bailey. Bailey. Uh, you know that those guys were out there, and then here comes this kid, you know, a rising junior uh, from uh, Pinson Valley. Uh, of course, he used to play at Scottsboro, but you know he he sneaks in there and takes on the MVP honors. Um, he was a, he was one of the standouts. Uh, Clay Webb, uh, I think, was another guy who, you know, he, you know, 6'3", uh, sniffing 300 pounds, um, you know, ran about a 5'3", uh, had a sub 4'6 shuttle, which is tremendous uh, for a guy that size. You know, he's a, he's a very accomplished wrestler, which when you're talking about yes. linemen – and you throw talent into the equation plus a wrestling background that that's a heck of a combination let, let me um, tell you this lee you know, um i know a couple yeah. of linemen there from um from our side of the from our neck of the woods over here that didn't necessarily want to go against clay webb not because they were scared or anything like that i'm talking about some extremely right. talented guys that are uh big time d1 prospects is the fact that they wanted to keep yeah. their jersey intact because they said my man clay clay webb is straight crazy with it he will grab and pull and do everything to win a rep and he's ripped up quite a few people's shirts there and he's someone that we saw <laughs> at the at the rival stop last year when he was a freshman and man he's intense man his cheeks get all rosy extremely red and he looks all crazy in his eyes his eyes is all glossed over and glazed and he's a phenomenal player i venture to say that he may have been the best lineman there you know, I, I think he. Uh, I, I did watch He's some in the of camp his reps, setting. and he. Yeah, I, I, I watched some of his reps, and um, I mean, he he's he he is just an outstanding prospect. Um, you know, I mean, as I mean, the good thing he he looks strong. 
I mean, physically, if you just saw him, you're like, man, I bet that kid is extremely strong, but he plays strong. You know, he, he knows his, he knows how to use his strength. Um, I think wrestling again, you know, you can tie that into just, you know, having footwork, uh, knowing leverage. Um, I know his, his tape, uh, is, is outstanding. I mean, it's basically just a series of pancakes. Um, but like you said, I think he's one of those guys who just sort of flips the switch, you know, and you, you got linemen who were finesse guys. You got guys who were just maulers. Um, I think he is big enough, strong enough, and skilled enough to be a guy who can really do either, you know, depending on which offense you're talking about. And he's certainly, you know, um, you know, the best lineman uh, in the 19 class in Alabama, you know, regardless of if you're talking offense or defense. And, and given how important linemen are, you know, I think right now you can easily make the case that he's the best prospect in Alabama uh, in the 19 class. I mean, just a, just a heck of a player. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, obviously, uh, Bo Nix, I think, prior to the event, received the University of Georgia offer let people out there know if you in case you didn't know so um who else you got there man tell me about my man asa martin martin uh kid out of decatur alabama um you know did did play uh at img uh last year you know in one of their horde of uh of running backs i mean he <laughs> he didn't have eye-popping numbers but you know they blow everybody out so it's it's, it's not like he's going to rush for 1500 yards down there uh, but he's back in Decatur now. Um, I t- actually talked to him a few weeks ago. Um, not a lot of interest at the time, uh, you know, from Alabama. Um, you know, I think they are aware of him. He, he has been on campus a, a time or two. But he, he was an impressive guy out there Sunday, you know, sit around six feet, about 195, you know, can run, can catch. Uh, his name's been out there, you know, frankly, since he was a freshman. Um, and I know, you know, right now, I think, um, you know, Auburn and Florida, I think, are, are both in a good spot for him. Uh, you know, Ole Miss is in there. Georgia, I think, is in there as well. LSU. Uh, I mean, so he's he's a definite SEC guy. Uh, it'll just be interesting to see, you know, if he gets some more offers um, before he makes a decision. Okay, okay. So you got anyone else, anybody standing out to you on the defensive side of the ball? Well, I, I think uh, when you when you kind of switch to, to defense um, and, again, limit it to players uh, from Alabama, um, you know, I, I think two guys um, in particular who were there, you know, a couple of defensive linemen, uh, Connors Miller, mm-hmm. um out of out of uh, uh, Jackson Owen in, in Birmingham, um, you know he's a guy who is very athletic, um, but he's also very raw. I think he's got a ton of potential. You know he was uh, he was basically six two, almost three hundred pounds, ran a five flat. Um, you know at events like that, there's you don't need two hands uh, to be able to count the guys who can do that. Uh, at these Nike camps, uh, when, you know, when they make the stops around the country, you know, so the measurables are there. I think the big thing with him is, is just going to be sort of refining his technique. Um, you know, and I think because he is, you know, in that six, two range, uh, he's probably an interior guy, uh, pretty much, I think on the next level, it just depends on, um, 
you know, if it's a four-man line or, or, or a three-man line, I think on a three-man front, he, he could be an end because of his it, because of his athleticism, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't have that traditional three-four uh, defensive end height that, that teams might want. Uh, but he, he's obviously a very interesting player, I think, when you uh, factor in just the height, weight, strength, and, and speed uh, that you can work with and know that he's going to get good coaching. I think he's a guy who – just in the past year, um, or actually less than less than a year. I mean, he's he's gained about twenty five pounds of good weight. Uh, his strength numbers have gone up, uh, and frankly, most importantly, his grades are going up as well. So I think that that he's going to have a shot to uh, qualify, um, which is you know that's the most important thing. Um, and then another defensive lineman who was there, you know, big guy who's been to Alabama a few times here recently is, uh, Jalen Cunningham, uh, big kid, nose guard type out of St. Clair County in, uh, Odenville, small town, uh, in Alabama. Uh, you know, he's about, he's around six, four, uh, about three sixty five. Um, however, he care. Yes, he, he carries it well. Um, you know, could he stand to be about 340? Sure. Uh, but, you know, when you say 6'4", 360, you know, a lot of people would immediately assume there's a lot of bad weight there. Uh, he actually carries it really well. Um, and he's a guy who I think Alabama is is, is really high on. Um, you know, he would be a good fit, uh, obviously, at, at the nose guard spot. Uh, you know, in the middle of that defensive front, um, you know, and, and they've even told him, you know, hey, uh, we think you've got the, the goods to come in and, and, and um, you know, see some time uh, early on, you know, because I think everybody is pretty much assuming that a guy like Deron Payne is going to be done uh, after this season. So I think that uh, he's a guy to kind of keep an eye on, you know, from an Alabama standpoint, you know, just big, strong kid. Um but uh, yeah, those that's a couple of guys on the defense for you. All right, all right, all right. Well, all right, man. Well, we're up against it. Um, my man Lee, as you can see here, is a straight savant when it comes to recruiting, just in general. He's been doing it for a long time. Uh, working for my man Rodney Orr at TiterInsider.com, one of the best sites you could ever imagine. Um, one of the most respected names in Alabama media, that is Rodney Orr. My man Lee Richards has been his right-hand man for a long time. And um, he knows the ins and outs of recruiting all throughout the South, not just Alabama. But I just wanted to talk about some of these Alabama prospects to kind of get a primer for the Georgia people. Because I believe Georgia will be heavily on these guys um, straight away. You know, I think Kirby's not going to go down without a fight. He's definitely going to be doing his thing in Alabama. It's where he came from. Um, and, and it's going to be on. So I'm not saying that he, he will or won't succeed, but it will be a battle. You get what I'm saying? So, Lee, man, I appreciate your time. We will have you back on soon, man. And I will actually get you on to talk about your dealings with some of these guys in the state of Georgia because you make a ton of trips over here and, and visit a lot of the high schools and talk to the kids as well. All right, Lee, so thank you, my man. Hey, I, sounds good, Murph. And I appreciate you taking time out, man. And you have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.